I'm Batman. <laughs> Hi. Um, we're not reviewing the Batman this week. Yeah, but we're reviewing maybe, Twilight. Yeah, God, I really enjoyed watching this movie. It really made me appreciate Robert Pattinson's acting range. This is his breakout. Actually, kind of, actually, Twilight was his breakout role. I'd say it was his breakout Hollywood role. It was not his breakout like actual career, movie. like his career yeah. moment. Um, but anyways, sorry. Um, welcome to the Legionnaire Podcast. Um, we're not reviewing Twilight today. Um, what? Why did I watch that then? I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Well, I remember a movie. I remember Twilight was the talk of the town back in middle school. Of course it was. It was the talk of the town for like five years, six years, however long it took those movies to come out. Yeah. It was one other one of those things that copied Harry Potter and did a part one and part two. Yeah, did that start those part those? Uh, I think it did. I mean, you yeah, could say maybe like Lord of the Rings or Back to the Future did. Lord of the Rings wasn't a part. One or no, part Lord two. of the Rings followed the books. Yeah, so I guess it didn't. And Back to the Future, I guess it made money and they didn't plan on that. But like, it wasn't like parts like, though. Yeah, but like it wasn't like one story divided into like two parts. Yeah, That's I guess you're right. I guess it did start with the Harry Potter franchise and then every series just copied it. Yeah. Like every young adult franchise, like hunger games and the twilight was like, we need a part one and part two to this day. I have not seen, um, mockingbird or whatever the last one of hunger games is. I don't know. Katniss Everdeen shoots, uh, someone with a bow. Yeah. Like you'd say that about any of them though. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody gets shot at the end. I keep Um, seeing, I have my discord up on my other screen and I keep seeing the thing with Denzel that you have. Okay. All right. (laughs) I just finished that movie this week. This is completely off topic. No, I didn't finish it the first time. So I wanted to finish up the movie. That movie's phenomenal. We should review that. It's bananas, dude. So where's the off spec of the division? You know, office baby. Some white, white Ethan Hawk just like finally a part of it, and he's just like bouncing around in the car. And he's like, "What the hell is going on?" So where's your office? I think that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, Denzel. I love Denzel. He's a phenomenal actor. This is completely not related to Batman at all. No. Well, speaking of Batman, we got to talk about that clip that was released. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So, uh, we're getting down to the wire for the Batman coming out. Um, so we decided to start watching the Dark Knight trilogy. But before we jump into that, they had that clip of the Batman released. Oh man, I could break. I mean, I could talk about it for like fifteen, twenty minutes if I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically just that conversation between Gordon and uh, and Bruce Batman. Yeah, in the GCPD. Mm-hmm. God. So it, I, I greeted out because like he's like I saw him. I ran into him at the Iceberg Lounge, and immediately I'm like, "That's Whoa. the first. That's the first thing I heard." And I was like, "Arkham City, Arkham let's City, go. let's go." I was um, so hyped, and I heard that I was like, "Yo, this movie's actually gonna be like 
comic accurate. I I don't like saying comic accurate because I know I like I'm a fan of like it's straying away, but it looks like it's gonna be that and its own story all at once, which I'm like, oh thank God, this is gonna be phenomenal. Yeah. So you think Kinsey's moonlighting for the penguin? I think Kinsey's moonlighting as a cop. the clip he's talking with gordon and gordon he says he's like who's the mustache with the broken nose kenzie narcotics he's like kenzie's one of the cops i saw moonlighting with the penguin you think kenzie's moonlighting with the penguin i think he's moonlighting as a cop i didn't know what moonlighting was i had to look that up i was like what does the word moonlighting even mean? making extra money on the side yeah it's like a side job And and so when uh, Robert Battenson says, I think he moonlights as a cop. I was like, oh, damn, here we go. I, <laughs> and then he punched Gordon like half a second later. I was like, what the hell? Why did you just hit him in the face? <laughs> Do you want me to explain why? Yeah. I, well, okay. When I watched it first, I was like, that makes no sense. But you, I'll let you dive into that if you really want to. <laughs> well, it's because he has all of GCPD outside, and like he and like he knows all of the cops out there are corrupt, and he doesn't want Gordon to be like torn apart by these cops. So he has to make them think they're at odds. So he's got to deck Gordon so it doesn't look like they're on the same page. Well, so then that's where the best part of the clip comes in. Where and once we start reviewing Batman Begins, because this is actually where I have. I think this Batman movie, this is why I like just off this one clip, I kind of have the anticipation that I don't want to hype it up, but I do think this might be the best Batman movie, but I'm going to get there after like we start talking about Batman begins. But, um, you see Bruce, you see Batman just running through GCPD. Then after he clocked Gordon, I'm like, do you have any idea how crazy this has to look? Some guy in a bat suit punches the, I don't know if he's Lieutenant or commissioner at this point in the story, but, um, he clocks Gordon and then he's sprinting away from like a hundred cops trying to get out of GCPD. Yeah. I, uh... I'm, I'm hyped after seeing that. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Mar- er, March 4th, 3rd. What am I seeing at 3rd? Yeah, March 3rd can't come soon enough. March 1st can't come soon enough. Yeah, <sighs> I'm gassed. I am gassed up to like a week and a half, 10 days maybe. Yeah, I think it is 10 days. Oh, compared to how long we've had to wait for the movie. Oh, it's been like watch the COVID lockdown to happen. We're going to get locked down again because of the Decepticon variant. Nah, mask mandates are lifting. We don't sure care they about are. COVID anymore. I, I don't pay attention to it. So like, I really just, I just listen to what Joe Rogan has to say about it. Yeah. Just take Ivermectin. Oh, I, li- I listen to my doctor. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan is under some heat right now. I will say. I think people are taking that. I like this is again, completely off topic. People are taking that way too far. I think Joe Rogan is a good person. I just think like once you start getting political, you look like a bad guy either way, like no matter which way you start going. And, but like Joe's stuff before, like he moved to Texas and COVID happened. I loved him. I loved listening to him like pre COVID and everything. And now it's just like, I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Joe Diaz was on. Mm-hmm. I got to listen to that. I love Joey Diaz. Anyways, we are way off topic right now. We're, ve- we're veering way off course. Um, um, Batman Begins. So we want to start with the Dark Knight trilogy. So we watched the first one. 
I uh I've, I haven't watched this movie entirely through I want to say in like six plus years I watched this at the beginning of quarantine uh when like COVID first hit in 2020 me and my friends who are still in Madison we watched all of the Dark Knight trilogy in a week shout out yeah because it was weird because I remember when COVID hit it felt like the Dark Knight Rises because like no cars were on the road no one was out it was just literally just cop cars rolling down streets and it felt like the Dark Knight Rises it was a vibe it was a big vibe I remember I came home and then you and I would like go grocery shopping together and like we put these like masks on and this kind of feeds into this we put like these black masks on and we're like we're part of the League of Shadows like, I, still, I still have that mask I wear it I to do the too. gym it's in my, yeah, I have it in my car it's my backup mask in case if I lose another one I wear my N95 one as my primary but I still that this one used to be my primary but it's starting to rip now but like being almost two years of this shit yeah. I mean it's done it's job yeah, made made your money's worth. Exactly. Um but yeah, so I guess do you want to start with like what we like from the movie? Yeah, or I, I guess, guess we could or overall we could thoughts. Yeah. I, I mean, mean from where this movie began and setting up like a Batman origin story, I think where the, the Batman begins. Where the Batman begins. I think as an origin story, like this is like the most sound, like definitive superhero, even like Batman story you could get. Like, I think this is the best origin Batman story you could ever like make. I agree. I, this is my, one of my, it was my second line or my second line of notes that I wrote for my overall thoughts. It is like the OG origin story, like that I remember growing up and is the most rewatchable origin story of all time for like mm-hmm. a superhero movie. Like, yeah, I, like Iron Man is f- good. It's not something I want to go. I can like, I can like, oh, I like rewatching Iron Man or I like re. I think of I, even of all the Marvel movies, I think Captain America, the, for America, the first Avenger might be the most rewatchable origin story for all of them. Um, yeah. If you're talking of, just like a pure origin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even that, like, it's, it's fine, but like, I know where it goes and it's like, ah, but like, this is like the most rewatchable superhero origin story. Um, and I just thought it was, it's like a great reintroduction to Batman. Cause if you think about it, the last Batman they had was George Clooney when he had the bat credit card. Like Batman was yeah. a joke up until this movie came out. Yeah. I was trying to think, cause I was watching uh, parts of it with my roommates. Like they were just like coming in and out while I was, while it was uh, on and she, one of my, one of them, she was like, what's the one with uh this is this is pre George Clooney. She's like, what's the one where uh, he was wearing tights and he was running with like shark repellent spray? I was like, Adam West. <laughs> he had like shark repellent spray and he's fighting Joker who had a mustache. Actually, yeah, so, they just painted over his mustache. I mean, like outside of I want to say Tim Burton, like the Michael Keaton uh, Jack Nicholson, <sighs> which is like th- that Batman is a that's a very good Batman movie. But I mean, this is like. I don't think you can like top a Batman like origin, like first movie with it. And to actually take a step into like who Batman, because Batman in the comics is he's a dark creature of the night. He's the world's greatest detective. He's the Batman. You don't really see that up until this movie. No. Yeah. Cause I was rewatching some of the Tim Burton Batman movies. Like also hot take. I think Batman 89 is way better than Batman returns. I think Batman returns is way too corny and goofy. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a, it feels more like a Tim Burton movie than a Batman movie, but that's beside the point. We're not talking about that. Um, 
Yeah, no, this like this story of like, and I also wrote this for Christian Bale's like he is like head and shoulders above all of the previous Batman is like the definitive Batman. Yeah. He's the yeah, I guess like if he's your favorite Batman or not, he is like the Batman. Like when you think of Batman, I feel like a lot of people are at least at this point before the movie before the Batman comes out, when you think of who Batman is, like you think of christian bale because that's like him and nolan made this character so iconic because i Mm -hmm. mean let's be honest he wasn't even like at the forefront of like superheroes kind of it was more at this point like superman still batman like hadn't been on screen like you said for a while i don't know where this was where batman begins takes place compared to the marvel universe i want to say this movie came out in what like 2005 2006 Uh, i thought it was oh oh no it is like 2005 because um big or um Dark Knight came out in 08, I think. Yeah. Um, Batman Begins, yeah, June 15, 2005. Yeah, so for this wow. movie, 16 years old, it holds up phenomenal. Wow, like, it does hold up. I, I didn't realize it was that old. Well, I think that's something that makes that you have to give credit to because this movie is such a timeless like classic because <laughs> it's getting to that point now where like you can start calling it a classic because... <laughs> This movie's been around for that long. And I mean, people rank this in like, I'd say the upper half of like the Nolan films, I would say. Upper half, homie. There's three of them. <laughs> I'm talking of like all his films. Like this is, this might be like oh, the midpoint. Oh, 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 Yeah. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? The Dark Knight Trilogy is three. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd say, I mean, this might be the second best too, so. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that later. We, I guess, when we talk about rises eventually. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this I, it's. I love how we didn't. You don't even see Batman until like the halfway mark of the movie. Well, yeah. So I mean, like it's Bruce focused for the first like hour and a half. Like, uh-huh. Who Bruce Wayne actually is? I'll tell you what. I can watch him like doing like the like training with the league of shadows and like all of like that introduction stuff i the the first half of this movie is like because a lot of the times in like the first half of like superhero movies before they put their suit on you're like okay okay boring i just want to see them i want to see them i want it like it's like i really enjoy like the origin of bruce wayne Mm -hmm. yeah no it's i mean seeing how he builds up to it and this is something else that like i mean i'm kind of jumping here but like i don't think I would have casted anyone else differently in this movie. Like seeing how like Christian Bale starts out as Bruce Wayne and seeing where he starts. And then you see him like go through and he meets, uh, what are we going to call him? We're going to call him Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul? Well, I mean, they call him Ra's al Ghul in the movie, but I think it's Ra's al Ghul. We'll just call him Ra's al Ghul because it's how they pronounce it in the trilogy. Or we could call him, what What was his name at first? Leon or Duquesne? Like, Duquesne. Leon. <laughs> Leon. like who is leon duquesne uh no but raza ghoul liam neeson casts him phenomenal Dude. he oh, does a great he knocks it out of the park i have like, notes for him like he is intent intensity in this movie that is unmatched by anybody else because like when he's fight, like when he's training bruce on the ice and he's talking about how like um he's his like, parents failed. your parents death here's your parents death was your father's fault he's like i've had training He's like, he's like, training is nothing. Will is everything. He's just beating the shit out of Bruce on this lake. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. No, he, 
he is like a phenomenal he did such a great job playing uh Raish, Roz, sorry. Um, I didn't like how they whitewashed him. Like, I thought it was kind of cheap, but like, I didn't like how he. They were like, "Oh, I am really Roz Al Ghul," but it's like, I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, you could have cast a more like appropriately, like an appropriate person of like a person of, or like I don't know how to like properly state this without sound like you know you know what i mean like mm-hmm. someone who fits the ethnicity of raz al ghul who like is from the region of where the league of shadows originates like from like the middle east or like eastern asia yeah i say like, i think western I, asia i think he's western asia i don't know i don't know where, the, where, asia. Really know where it is yeah we'll just say asia it covers both yeah. east and west so yeah there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of asia so like it, it could be anywhere over there exactly well i think um i mean <laughs> this movie kind of was Iron Man three before Iron Man three was Iron Man three where it yeah. fakes out who actually like the big bad is where like Iron Man three is, Oh, I'm the Mandarin. I'm just an actor. I'm the Mandarin. This is like, Oh, he's racial. He brought, he's Ross Ghoul. Yeah. But it's actually, uh, Liam Neeson. But I mean, I love the whole training montage and like actually getting into Batman's art of deception and the theatrics oh my god i love the line because it comes back and rises theatricality and deception are powerful agents <laughs> it's phenomenal but i mean i i want to continue with the casting i guess because i still am jumping around because i brought up liam neeson but um uh michael kane as alfred oh. he is the definitive alfred right now as well like yeah I, I, all of these characters in the movie i think are the here's what i'll say there's no one more definitive though than Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox. <laughs> There's I... no one more definitive than than him being Lucius. Like I don't think there could have been a more perfectly cast character. Well, because he's when he talks, you listen. Like he has the funniest. Like when he's talking about like all the science, like he's like, oh, it's Kevlar plating, and he's like knocking on it, and he's like, yeah, I can hold with gunfire and stuff like that. And he's like, and Bruce, like I think I'm going to use these. Like, you expecting a lot of gunfire in these caves that you're going in, Mr. Wayne? <laughs> He's <laughs> him and Alfred are like the funniest in this. I think they're so like the movie is genuinely funny too. It doesn't. This is something that I always prefer. I like natural humor, not stuff that like takes a detour to tell a joke. It's like Guard- see Guardians of the Galaxy two, uh, see Peacemaker. Um, Ooh, I haven't finished. Uh, we'll talk about that. Maybe it's a, a man. I don't know. Off the air, different day. It's a it's a good series. It just finished up, but um, yeah. I just my I said this to you over text. My favorite joke in the movie is when uh Bruce comes back after training and he sees uh Michael Caine. I love Michael Caine, Alfred. He's like, so what did you tell the world? Or he's like, what does the world think of me? He's like, well, they're gonna think it's weird that you were coming back from the dead. <laughs> you had me declared dead. You were gone for six years, Bruce. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How else would you like go about that? <laughs> just that whole scene and the interaction and the banter between the two. But this is something that I never, I never really, because I haven't gone back and watched this movie before. Bruce's mission, like I always knew it was to like rid uh, Gotham of like the crime, but like it always seemed like it was going to be a temporary thing. Like it never seemed like he was going to be Batman for like a permanent amount of time. When he started out the journey, like before he started out as Batman, he was like. Alfred says to him, how long is it going to take? And he's like, however long it takes for me to get the job done. But like at that point, he sounds confident. He's like, oh, I'll rid the city of crime and like, it'll be good. But then like, 
once you get into Gotham, everything's wrong. Yeah, like you realize like how corrupt Gotham actually is. And seeing how corrupt Gotham is makes me appreciate the casting of Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon. Or, um, well, he's Sergeant Gordon in this movie. That's another thing. Gary Oldman. I like look at the comics, the new 52 comics. And when I'm reading it and I look at Gordon, I'm like, damn, this is Gary Oldman. Yeah, because like since him, he's like the perfect like good cop in a bad city. Like he is like. Um, because like I watched Batman year one recently and like, it's like the guy is like, I love Jim Gordon. I've realized like the more and more that I like see, read, see Batman content, like Jim Gordon's just like a great guy. I feel like JK Simmons didn't really do this, but like when he was him, it's like, it doesn't really show how corrupt Gotham is and like how good like Gordon is. Cause he's like, I'm not a rat. Like, I'm not going to rat you out or anything like for like, cause Flash is like ripping people off and da 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 da. He's like, I'm not going to rat you out. Like, I don't approve of this. I love Flask. He is Flask, Flask, Flask. Class. He's not an alcohol container. Oh Um, shit! He looks like (laughs) he. Batman is the epitome of the 21st American or 21st century American diet. Um, Yep. Dude, his line when he's ripping off the falafel dealer. I love his. I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna say when the guy said he's like, "Come on, Flash, I have kids to feed." What they don't like falafel? I was like, "Dude, this is so funny to me." Oh, I don't like falafel. The guy's just like, "F you." I love the college humor. Like they they did a college humor skit of like that scene slash when like Batman like first speaks in his voice like that. And uh, there's in the college humor bit where he's like, what they don't like falafel. It cuts back to the guy and he says, actually that solves a lot of my problems. Thank you. <laughs> uh Oh, you're intently reading. Sorry. I got a, I got a long message. Um, that's okay. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just got to edit to a huge group chat of people and I was trying to figure out who was wh- who was what um, who's who no no yeah worries. I uh but sorry I completely cut you off of like what you were talking about with uh Gordon being like a good cop and Flash just being the absolute scum bottom yeah, barrel I mean it's just it's nice um it's it's because he really nails that character because like he's one of those people you have to nail because like you can't like Gotham can't just be like completely without hope like there has to be like some like be- little beacons of hope like gordon's a little beacon but he's not enough to do it all by himself and well i think that's just the juxtaposition of those characters between flas and gordon where gordon's like he's actually trying to do something good and flas is like yo falcone give me my money and i'll uh, i'll make sure that nothing goes sideways and you know i'll work for you and gordon's like i'm not gonna start accepting payments from the mob yeah God, so what if they what if they had casted James Gandolfini as Falcone? <laughs> oh my god, they should have. I thought about that while I was watching this. I was like, because like the guy who plays Falcone's good, but like when I think of Falcone, I think of like a like I think of a Tony Soprano looking type of guy. I think though, like Tony, I uh, no offense to James Gandolfini and Tony Soprano. Tony's got more of a bigger belly. I imagine uh, Falcone to be like he's big. But like he doesn't have like as round of a belly. Yeah, like yeah. I imagine him like more. Uh, he's a mob uh, boss. He doesn't have to be fit. He's got bodyguards. No, but like when I envision him, I envision him with the body type of like Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> like just a big dude, like a big. Oh, we're like, talking like Wilson Fisk. 
Yeah, like that's how I envision Falcone. So like, I don't know. But I mean, I wouldn't be upset if I saw James Galfadini playing. I mean, Falcone, that'd be kind of sick. It's Gandolfini, you. Gandalf, James Gandalf. (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I'll call him Tony. Rest in peace. Late great James. Um, There's something I was thinking. There's something I was thinking. I oh yeah but i like the guy who plays falcone um maybe we'll talk about it next week i really like the guy who plays moroni i think yeah his performance is way better than Falcone's performance fine i wish they could cast a different guy nothing on him it's just like he didn't do it in my brain for me but Mm -hmm. well this that kind of leads into my complaint but i want to keep talking about stuff that we enjoy for the movie so but i mean yeah like those characters like gary oldman phenomenal casting as gordon um and then what's his name he's so popular Cillian Murphy Cillian Murphy yep the most underrated actor of the 21st century like he's so good and like I feel like this is where I first started seeing him like this is like one of his at least for me when I started seeing Cillian Murphy it started in Batman Begins he may have had roles prior to this but we are only 20 some years old yeah we were five years old when this movie came out so (laughs) you were hey man Oh, sorry. You were six, seven. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, no. Yeah, Cillian Murphy. He just nails this sociopathic doctor vibe. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I care about my patients. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you literally do not care. You just want them going to Arkham. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking of Arkham, why I what I love about this Batman Begins nails the feeling of Gotham better than any following movie because of the Narrows. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I, why didn't they ever go back to the Narrows in the next two movies? Yeah, they just like straight up ignore it actually because like the Narrows is like its own bridge to like a separate island. You have to raise and lower the bridges to get there, and like. You just never hear of it again in especially Rises. You'd think that they would like mention it again in Rises where they're like, oh, we're trying to save the city from the corrupt and we're trying to make everyone equal. It's like, yeah, uh, well, I feel like that's a big if there's any misstep, there's any like big misstep. I feel like it's not utilizing the narrows more because like the complaints about like the Dark Knight and Rises is like it doesn't feel like Gotham. It just feels like Chicago or New York City that definitely starts with the dark Knight, because it was filmed mm-hmm. in chicago then predominantly yes yeah yeah so i mean and i don't have anything against that because i think no the dark Knight taking place in like chicago gotham is like i mean we were like in the slums and that was like the purpose of this movie because i mean thomas wayne's mission was to like connect the city and like bring like the unwealthy and the wealthy together and like sort of not have as much classism that exists in Gotham and like make it more of a community instead of like it's different socioeconomic groups. Also the guy who the, I don't know what the actor's name is who plays Thomas Wayne, but I love him in this Martha Wayne. She was not in this. I, I mean like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a bummer. Cause like she just kind of, t- I feel like in like just in general, like Martha Wayne just takes a backseat to, she does to um thomas way like all she always just just takes a backseat of just like my father my father's like bro you had a mom too you realize that right i mean batman v superman martha why did you say that name oh okay this is why you're going like a good guy now yeah but um but no the guy who the actor for him and i i love i love thomas wayne's mission because it's like completely opposite of 
the big twist with Batman stories, which it seems like, which is going to happen in this new film, the Batman, where it seems like the Waynes actually were kind of gangsters and they, you know, weren't as clean as like they were. Carnivals. Mm, I'm crossing my fingers. Apparently, <laughs> apparently Barry Keegan is in the movie though. I'm like, uh, I kind of wish that they saved Joker for the last movie instead of the second movie. But... Is he confirmed Joker? I don't know if he's people are saying that like he's showing up in like casting lists and like people are trying to like spread rumors and like say that he's in it. So I don't know. I really hope that he if he sh- will, we'll just wait to talk about it with the Dark Knight Rises. But um, uh oh, shoot. What was I talking about? No, I completely forgot. Oh, the Waynes. So like I love how in this story it was more of like the Waynes actually being good guys and they're trying to like connect the city. I just I thought that was an interesting take where like in the telltale Batman and other Batman comics, it's like all the Waynes were gangsters and they're not actually as good as you think they are. So I, I enjoyed, you know, keeping them as like white knights and pristine. Like they were, they actually were the hope for Gotham and then Mm. they died. And then you have Bruce Wayne who's dressing up as a bat trying to scare the shit out of criminals. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. There's so much with this movie that I just like watch and I'm just like this movie like was so ahead of its time. Well, yeah, we forgot it came out in 2005. Exactly. For it holding up as a superhero movie being in, I would say this movie is in the top 20, top 25 superhero movies of all time. I mean, it's definitely better than like a majority of the Marvel movies in my opinion. Oh yeah. Hands down. So like. I, I I love it, but I mean, I think the movie, uh, I don't have a problem with most of it. Are you okay if I start talking about the problems? Go for it. I don't have any major problems with it, but something that kind of irks me, there's two major things that stick out to me. The first thing is I don't understand the timeline of this. Like I know it's been like six years when Bruce tries to kill Joe chill. And then he like has it uh, run in with Falcone in the, like in the underground. And then he mm-hmm. hops on some ship and then he leaves. And then it's been like six ish years and he's in some Romanian prison or somewhere. He's in some Asian prison, just picking on fights and trying to make sure that Bruce Wayne is a forgotten person. I don't starting there. Then once he meets uh Raish, I don't get the timeline, like how long he trains. And then once he meets with Alfred, like it seems like he's been Batman for like less than a week. It feels like for that time period, because like I was understanding that like they were mentioning days and that stuff. And they said, ultimately a couple of days until the microwave emitter uh, comes to Gotham. It must've been, it must've been like a week. (laughs) Well, so I'm sitting there, I'm thinking like, there's no shot that the police department and like everyone else like sort of trust him that quick. Like I feel I, I is just to me, I was a little hesitant of that, which uh, is why seeing the clip for the new movie, seeing um, him poor Jim get decked. <laughs> yeah, punching Jim and then running from the cops. And he's been Batman for we know it's been a year. This is year two of Batman. I'm like, OK, I'm glad there's still some hesitancy and like concern for him being Batman. And we're like this. It's just they accept him right away. Now, granted, it plays to its benefit in the second movie in The Dark Knight. But uh that was sort of just I the time frame of the movie and like how quick they kind of were to like warm up to Bruce. I have my issues with, but uh, 
that's at least one of those. But then the second thing that irks me a little more is how uh, Falcone isn't really as big of a bad as I wanted him to be. No, he he's like he he would have made a fine capo in the in the Sopranos. He'd have been a fine captain. He mm-hmm. doesn't strike me as a crime boss because I forgot this. I forget Batman literally exists to fight organized crime. Like these supervillains show up because of him. Batman originally shows up to fight organized crime. Yeah, no, that's the, like, yeah, it, that's you're exactly. It's, right. it's long forgotten. Like everybody forgets. Like people are like, oh, Batman's fighting the Joker. Like no, Batman's fighting organized crime crime families. The supervillains are fighting Batman. <laughs> yeah, like you realize how you guys realize how the Joker came to be in his origin. It was because Batman knocked him into a vat of acid fighting crime. Like yeah. he wasn't fighting his like, oh, his main coterie of supervillains. And he was fighting Mr. Freeze and everyone else. Like, I, you're right. Yeah, I did forget that he started out fighting organized crime. So like being in this, like the Scarecrow is just a byproduct. But like in the comic, Scarecrow is more of a byproduct. But in this, my issue with this is it seemed like Falcone was more following. He was more answering to Scarecrow than Scarecrow was answering to him. Cause Scarecrow was like, Oh, I'm working with Ra's Ghoul. He's like, I'm working with the big man. And he's like, Hey, why don't you let me in on this and tell me what's going on? He's like, ah, get get frightened. Falcone. I'm the Scarecrow. Who would have been your uh, ca- ideal casting as Falcone? My ideal cast. Oh, geez. I don't even know. I don't even know the actor who played Falcone in this. Yeah. I just don't I just don't think that uh I I wish he was a little more in control. Like when we see Bruce and him first interact, it seemed like Bruce was way more in control of the situation. Um not Bruce, Falcone was way more in control of the situation where he's like, I paid off the judge, I paid off the cops, I could put a cap in your ass right now, and none of them would move a single muscle. They would not care. That was pretty cool. That was a really cool scene. It was. I was like, this is sick. And then we cut back to him six years later and he's like, ah, Scarecrow, when are these shipments coming in? When are we going to do our maniacal plan? Or when's your boss going to do his maniacal plan? I was kind of like, uh, yeah, what? Yeah. Um, sorry. I'm just looking at. Okay. Yeah. So because. They have, well, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Batman because, like, I love the movie. Like, Batman Begins is a really great movie. And if you haven't watched it recently, you should go back. Definitely go back and watch it. Um, The central main of the, the central theme of the movie is fear and, like, overcoming fear. And it's really cool to see. Um, Speaking of, like, so you're talking about how Falcone's not, a, like, a, someone who strikes fear in your heart. So you know who they have playing Falcone in the Batman, don't you? I don't know if I do. I know I see the picture of you today of uh, who we think might be Baroni. Apparently, he's John, he he is Fal- he's Carmine Falcone. Oh, he is John. Uh, yeah, John Turturro or John John. Yeah, Tur- too- yeah, J- yeah, Turturro. Turturro. I don't know how to say his name. The but, Transformers um, guy. The Transformer. You and I know him from Transformers. We love him in Transformers. I think he's gonna. I for some, there's something about him, like, yeah, like, oh, Transformers are sucks. He's not that good. Like, I don't know. There's something about this guy that's like, it's like Colin Farrell is the penguin. 
I looks great. At first, I was like, "What the heck?" They have Colin Farrell as the penguin. Then I saw the penguin. And I was like, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I, I get this." I so I have faith, and it was, it was the same thing with um. I guess Paul Dano as the Riddler makes sense, but um, I guess all these castings really make sense. But there's like, yeah, like Colin Farrell and this John Turter. I was like, okay, come on, like, what's what are we doing here? Even Andy Serkis as Alfred, I was like, what are we? I'm like, Andy Serkis can't play Alfred. I saw one shot of him as Alfred. I was like, I perfect casting. Couldn't have done it better. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, well, this is, I want to double back to your point of like Batman uh, fighting organized crime. Because in the Batman, like we see, we actually get to finally see him fighting the penguin or fighting going head to head with the penguin. We'll see what type of organized crime penguin has going on, like with the iceberg lounge and everything. I love the iceberg lounge. I just wanted to say that just because I just wanted to say that because I never thought that we'd actually hear it. But, um, I think this is just me. I would have enjoyed seeing instead of Falcone in this movie, I would have preferred if it was uh Roman Sionis. If it was the black mask. Yeah. He, and, had um yeah and you they had um crane working for him i i would enjoy that a lot more i think like, like i was sort of just thinking of this while i was watching the movie i was thinking to myself man the black mask would work a lot better in like this sort of like underworld like type of crime like situation i think i mean you could see him in the batman trilogy or the I, batman movies well it's supposed to be a trilogy too so i mean we'll see i mean that'd Why be dope they- if we got to see Roman Sanus, because we only we've only seen him in Harley Quinn and uh, Birds of Prey. I haven't even seen that movie. Me either. Oh, we. Oh, I didn't know we saw him in it. I only uh, knew because I was going to watch a movie, but I never got around to it. Oh. Um. Yeah, I didn't think about Roman Sanus. I think that's cool. Why do all the villains have such cool names? Roman Sanus, Carmine yeah. Falcone. What's Maroni's first name? I want to say Don Maroney, but I know it's Salvatore. Salvatore Maroney, um, Victor Freeze, um, Edward Nigma is kind of a beta name. Yeah, Edward Nigma. <laughs> I'm Enigma. What's uh, what's Crane's first name? Crane is a sick name, though. isn't it? Jonathan Crane. Yeah, that's a pretty slick name with it. Yeah. Um, who else? What's Bane, what's Bane's name? Isn't it um, something Carlo? John Carlo. John Carlo Esposito. That is um Commissioner Gordon. But um what's Bane's name? He's from Santa Prisca. Um I need to see an accurate Bane. You will get to that when we get to the Dark Knight um, Rises. <laughs> Bane's real name. Oh no, no, no. The Carlo guy is a who's Clayface. What's Clayface's name? I couldn't tell you. Um, I'll know it once I hear it. But um, that's one of the more goofy Batman villains. Yeah, I care. I don't know. I maybe it's not him, but um, Victor Zaz. Um, well, so actually, we see Zaz in this, and I didn't even know. I was like, "Damn, okay." I don't want to talk about the Batman twitch, but I feel like Zaz would work perfectly in the, the Batman. Batman. But we see him in this, and I love. Okay, so 
I don't like Rachel. I think she's kind of a bland, stupid character. This is just yeah. me. I don't like her. I think she's just there to have, be a love interest for Batman and be like his a last plot device. Like, yeah, he she's like what keeps him grounded. Like Alfred does as well, but like she's like sort of the main thing where like he comes back to and he's always been in love with her. And he's like, I was gonna murder Joe Chill. And she's like, What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, she's like slapping him. Yeah, but um. I I liked seeing R.I.P. her uh, because doesn't her friend like attorney die? Yeah, her boyfriend. Yeah, he gets capped. Wait a minute, hold up, oh yeah, Wait, they kind of just gloss over that in the movie. They're together. He dies, and then she just like kisses Bruce at the end of the movie, like a week later. Yeah, I, she clearly wasn't a fan of that relationship. <laughs> oh, I guess every D. She's why is she always with the D.A. I just realized that she's with. She's- this guy and then she's with harvey she belongs to the streets she's oh, just trying to get in a place man. of power oh no <laughs> get out I, yeah. of here rachel we don't rachel. want you i haven't seen maggie jill i we haven't watched the next maggie gyllenhaal i feel like does a better job than katie holmes does but this is when katie holmes was with tom cruise and he wasn't like sledding let her me show you about scientology yeah <laughs> pulls up his pamphlet yeah um that's probably why uh Christopher Nolan recast her because he's like, God damn it. Tom Cruise kept coming to set every day with the Scientology pamphlets. And we're like, that's it. You're out. You're done. I've had, it. I've had it. God. But I mean, I honestly thought her character was just kind of boring and she was just like, I'm a good person. Uh, Victor Zaz, he should not be sent to Arkham. You're just getting him sent there, Crane. It's like, okay, I really don't think your character is that interesting. Um, that being said, though, She's part of like one of the coolest scenes in the entire movie. Which scene? that's like that's the underground where he Crane finally shows her what's happening to the city and they're just <laughs> dumping chemicals into the water and she's running back to the elevator. This cold MF is just slow walking there and he's like, you're not getting out of this place. Yeah. And then well, when Batman, when he sprays that's... Crane, he's like, he's like, Crane, who are you working? He's like, well, then he's like, he's like when he goes Razal ghoul is dead i'm like whoa this is wild well so that's one of the best things that i think we even for like the way that they visualize the fear toxins for specific characters when it's the general public and like you just see like batman flying with the city and he's like ah, i'm a devil it's like okay that's just kind of generic like you could have yeah, done something little... more creative but the way that like they like specifically create like what the fear toxin does for like the main characters of the movie and what they see, it is way more interesting than I think we've seen, even in like the Batman video games and like what we've seen in Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight, like in Arkham Knight, it was just kind of all this orange toxin is around the city and it's people are scared and it's making them go hallucinate. That's all it really did though. In this, it's like you see what they're seeing sort of, and you see Batman, like this ghoul type of demon, like gushing out of his mouth, just crazy. Or when she sees Crane, he's got like maggots coming out of his face. Um, I don't Bruce just saw a bunch of bats. It's like, okay, grow up, dude. But it's been like, been like 20 years, dude. Why don't you, why don't you grow up a little bit, get some new fears. But I just seeing that, I was like, I, I love the creativity that Nolan had to sort of just focus on like, what do our main characters see when they're trying to, when they're exposed to the fear toxin and trying to overcome it. Yeah. I yeah, love it's, it though. Yeah, Demon Batman is a mythical mm-hmm. su- 
need more demon batman but um Ugh. i don't know overall really good movie enjoyed it if you haven't seen it in a while go back and check it out i love the score sorry i was just oh yeah i forget like this is the this is where it begins <laughs> literally <laughs> i didn't even plan for that look at that wow who is that guy coming up with all these slick references? Yeah, I mean, it has like it starts with the classic Nolan theme for Batman. Where it's like I'm no, I know it better in the second one, so I'm gonna do it in the second one. Like, I'm not gonna try doing it here, but uh-huh. yeah, I was just I'm such a big fan, and I guess for it being a ground because this is at this point the most grounded Batman story. I th- honestly think that the next that the the Batman will be the most grounded Batman story, yet the most comic accurate, which is insane. I only say that for a couple things. First, being a microwave emitter getting uh, riding on a train throughout the city, like, well, okay, yeah, it didn't really make sense because it still landed underneath Wayne Tower. <laughs> yeah, you think that happened. like it was? Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna ignore that because like it's just Suspension. kind of like. A, it's like a MacGuffin. It's like, whatever it does its thing. We'll let it do its thing. I'm not going to complain about it. Cause like the rest of the movie is just so interesting and fun to watch. Like this is the thing. The movie just isn't boring. Like the, the movie's paced solid. Like at no point was I sitting to look and see how much is left. I did it once because someone at like my roommate asked me like, Oh, how much of the movie is left? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. And I was like, Oh, it's like 40, 40 minutes. And Bruce just saved Rachel. <sighs> Rachel! Rachel! <laughs> I love that. I love that car chase. But I mean, oh my god, stealth mode on the Batmobile is the dumbest thing on planet Earth. He just turned his lights off, bro. They're like, well, they're like, where did he go? We do not know where he went. Well, so that's what I want to talk about. Then, like, the thing that like kind of doesn't make this as grounded is because he's driving a freaking tank around the city. And he makes all of this destruction. It's like, you're telling me you could not follow giant 18 inch tank tracks back to this cave. That was another thing. I was a little confused about where like he loses the cops. He just, cause he drives through like the center barricade and then goes on some back roads. I'm like, like okay. Helicopter. I don't think the helicopter uh, got lost on that barricade, but okay. Where'd he go? Oh my God. That was so funny because like, they turns out they're like, Oh, we don't know where he is. And all of a sudden, the guy like driving, you see him drive by, and the guy's like, "Well, there he is." <laughs> I know. I was like, all the other cops were driving around. Hey, where'd he go? Yeah, um, need air cab support. God, I'm so I'm so excited to watch The Dark Knight. Oh, I finished yeah. watching this, and I was like, I could start watching The Dark Knight right now, but we'll wait because I mean, yeah. But I mean, yeah, no, I there are definitely. I'd say this one and the dark Knight rises are the ones that like I flip people on. say, yeah, I flip flop and people say like, Oh, the, the dark Knight trilogy is the most grounded Batman story. It's true. But these two are the most like where it's like, it's a stretch to say it's a grounded Batman story. Yeah. They're literally driving a nuclear bomb around a city in the third one. <laughs> I guess the third one is the most outlandish. This is like the second, but I mean, the dark Knight clearly takes like grounded Batman. Like this is actually Bruce Wayne Batman, but I mean, this one to against Bruce's credit and Batman's credit. He isn't like doing much detective work and he's called the world's greatest detective, but 
You don't really see that in any of the movies. Not until the second one. At points. Exactly, at points. So, I mean, again, I'm excited to see Robert Pattinson, Bat, Bat, Pattinson's mental capacity be pushed to its limits. But I'm so excited for the Batman. It's a great time to be a Batman fan. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited to see how the movie is going to go. How long was Begins? Is this movie coming in at like two hours, I want to say? Two I, hours, it, 20 minutes. Yeah, it doesn't feel like two hours and 20 minutes. It goes by no, quick. It doesn't. Yeah, it does. But I mean, and again, that's just credit to the movie's pacing. I think it's phenomenal. But I mean, ugh. I'm ready to sit through three hours of Batman. I'm ready to I'm ready to be reintroduced to the character again. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of different ways. I think this, this dude, this this Batman trilogy, this the Batman trilogy with Matt Reeves, this could go in like five different directions because I can see them introducing the Court of Owls. I, I can really also see want the, that. I don't want the joke. Like I we, we talked. You said you're going to talk about this. I don't want them to put the Joker in right away. I want them to wait, like wait till the third one. Why does it have to be a trilogy? Make it more if it works. Uh, that's always the tough thing. I want them to know where to end. Yeah, true. But I don't want them to make too many. Cause I also yeah. don't want, I don't want the actors to feel like they're like locked into playing the character. Yeah. Also, Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz have amazing off-screen chemistry. They're totally dating. They're like adult Tom Holland and Zendaya. Uh, yeah, Tom Holland and Zendaya. Everyone's like, oh my god, they're so cute. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I think they're cute. I like their couple, but I mean... I don't care. Good gosh, for them. You're such a hater. I am a hater. I'm a Batman guy. I'm not a... I, I like Spider-Man, but like, you know. I kind of, uh, I'll save that for, uh, yeah, I'll save that for the Dark Knight Rises because people talk about the final page of Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't want to like go too much into it, but I'll have my thoughts about this and I'm sure Cal and I'll talk about it after we end the recording here. But the final page of No Way Home script is like Peter Parker now realizes that he's get, there's no two he's not struggling with two identities anymore. Peter Parker died, but Spider Man lives forever. And in my head, I'm and all these like Marvel Spider Man fans are like this is peak Spider Man. In my head, I'm just like, meanwhile, Batman fans are just laughing maniacally. <laughs> yeah, this is Ben. We've seen, we've been here, bro. I don't want to get into it too much until the Dark Knight Rises, but I'm just like, I'm glad you guys have that, but. This has been around for at least 10 years. <laughs> Easily. But, I mean, the this movie is, for being 16 years old, it holds up phenomenally. I didn't even... I, there's nothing that I have like to like have major complaints about it. I just think it's a fun, solid Batman entry. Yeah, definitely watch it. It has the cold... I, keep, I wanted to bring this up. The coldest Bruce Wayne scene. Sir, the <laughs> this line kills me. I don't remember how it goes. How it's does like, the guy the set pool it up? The pool is for decorative purposes, not for bathing. And you're, he's like, oh, well, my friends are European. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, well, they'll have to leave. Well, I'm buying this hotel and we're going to make new arrangements about the 
pool area. <laughs> I'm like, he just jumps in the pool. Think about like how bad inside he has to feel like just doing this because he's like tarnishing his own public image. Oh, I think that's completely what makes Bruce Wayne such a goaded character, though. He's like, I'll do whatever I need to to cover myself as being Bruce Wayne and like look like fill into that role of like a philanthropist billionaire just don't care at all to save myself as the Batman. One might say the mission is what the mission becomes. Oh my God. Love that. Bruce Greenwood is Batman's voice in young justice is perfect. Different universe, but I mean, yeah, he's still fin- I'm so is uh Kevin Conroy. Who's- Kevin Conroy. I was going to say Nolan North, but Nolan North did him in uh, Origins. He did, yeah. I have not, I have yet to encounter, like, since Christian Bale, I have yet to encounter a Batman I don't, iteration that I don't like. Yeah, I've loved all of them. I loved Ben Affleck. I loved, um, I know I'm going to love Robert Pattinson. And then the animated versions I've loved. When I think about like Batman voices or like lines in my head, I think like if I like like read stuff like is Batman saying this, I think I read it in Kevin Conroy's voice. Just because of how much of time I've spent with him in Arkham, like the Arkham games. Yeah, I'd say I I would agree with that just because. Excuse me, I would agree with that simply just because like he's not really changing his voice that much. Like his voice is just that deep. Yeah, he yeah he changes it a little bit because like in interviews he sounds similar, but like then he'll put his Batman voice on. He just sounds more like a badass. He's not like, <laughs> or he's not like funnel very far. He's like doing his robotic voice. Or in the Batman, he's like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "What have you done?" Oh yeah, that was tough. That was tough to watch. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited to hear him talk like that because I love like the brutality and the physicalness of it. But I mean, Kevin Conroy is just S tier. Yeah, it's always a big thing. People are like, what is he going to sound like? And I don't think that started until after Christian Bale did it. <laughs> yeah, people because like they all just go like, I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. What the hell are you? I'm Batman. Ah, I love it. Well, I'm bat. Sorry, I just want to end on this. I remember watching because you know um, Michael Keaton did that. He was a commencement speaker. Someone's gr- at a graduation. I love <laughs> his like he, like he pulls the microphone and he's like, "You're gonna remember anything I say. Anything that I've told you. It's gonna be two words. These two words will get you through anything for the rest of your life." And he pulls up the microphone. These words are, "I'm Batman," and then everyone just goes nuts <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> I love that. He's dude. Michael Keaton's alive. I'm excited to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. I was still going to say the same thing. Him coming back. Oh my God. Cause they've, they're like images have leaked of him in his suit. I haven't seen him. He looks Watch good, him. man. It's, I'm excited. It's looking pretty damn good. It's a really good time to be a Batman fan. Yeah. I'm excited to see him and Ben Affleck. Huh? I don't think Ben Affleck's in the stuff in the flash. Is he? No, he is. Oh, wow. We Christian. talked about this on here oh, yeah, before. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have. <laughs> well, yeah, they also think they're in Christian Bale's Batcave. Yeah. I would be mad about that. I mean, if they bring him back, it better be good. Yeah, It better be good because he ended his tenure as Batman in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So unless if it's, but it has to be Bruce Wayne. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this in whenever we release when the we Dark see Knight the Rises. Flash. <laughs> I was going to say, we don't know when we, until we see the Flash, but yeah. 
But All right. I guess I don't have anything else with it. Do you? I'm Batman. <laughs> I guess if you enjoy the podcast, feel free to share it with someone else you think would like it. Follow us. We're the Legionnaire. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Legionnaire Pod. Email LegionnairePodcast at gmail.com. If you want to uh, shoot us a question, you want us to talk about something specific, or you just want to shoot us a message in general and say hi, you're more than welcome to. But um, yeah, I guess with that, I'll let Cal send us away. We are Legion. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say I'm Batman. Oh, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs>